Hey guys, uh, if you think I'm being choked before I'm starting this podcast, well, you're wrong. I'm actually mimicking the way the majority of people breathe. And if you're in that state of doubt, well, guess what? You might be one of those people that hold your breath or just are shitty at breathing. Alright, so I'm all tuned up from my in-tune roll-on essential oil blend shit so i'm i'm focused i'm in the zone so let's get this going now the whole reason i kind of thought of this and honestly the the everyday person doesn't sit around or go throughout their day thinking oh man i'm not breathing well (laughs) it's just i've rarely come across that unless they're a yogi or they're just into fitness, balls deep like I am. But it's one of those things that even us fitness professionals, or wherever the hell you want to call us, professional jerk-offs, <laughs> it's uh, even us, we tend to have this issue where we forget to actually breathe and focus on our breath, and not just... <gasps> Like, have this really tense, harsh breathing pattern, which I can go into details, and I will prefer to go into more details on the effects of breathing, how shallow breathing can totally change your mental state, and so many other things that I really want to put into an article or something more detailed, because... Sometimes when I get into the nitty-gritty with podcasts, you know, you guys are out and about in your day, and you don't have time to write this stuff down. So, this is going to be more off the cuff, but I'm going to run you guys through some ideas, change your perspective on how you think of breathing, and a little actionable steps that you can take now to smooth and namaste your breathing patterns konnichiwa <laughs> so let's get into it let me sip some agua and right off the bat i apologize guys if i'm a bit nasally i got a touch of the sickness and that's another story for another time so breathing everybody focuses on joint restrictions or fascial tension and all this other stuff but they don't really think about breathing they don't think about maybe diaphragmic restrictions muscular restricting holding patterns or things that would hold up you from breathing in nice and deep deep diaphragmic breaths the type of breaths that oh yeah just fill your body full of oxygen which is you know the main thing we need to survive you don't have oxygen well guess what you're not going to last long friend <laughs> so when well let me back this up actually How would you know if you have any kind of restrictions with your breathing? It's one of those things, just like posture, where 
you become so accustomed to it that when you actually breathe properly, it may be difficult at first because you're actually expanding parts of your lungs that you probably haven't expanded or you haven't really felt that feeling of your rib cage opening up and expanding and your belly opening and letting all that oxygen come in. No different than when you, you know, are trying to fix your rounded shoulders and you bring your shoulders back and pack those scabs down and you're like, holy shit, this feels weird, but it's actually how I'm supposed to be standing and how my shoulders supposed are supposed to be in a natural, neutral position. <laughs> okay, so when it comes to breathing when I say restrictions a lot of people it can vary and a lot of it has to do with day-to-day stress that's probably the biggest one now I would go immediately to saying oh yeah you know if you bench a lot or you do a lot of pec flies or a lot of anterior movements especially upper body those constrictions over time and constantly you know, conforming to that rounded position and closing off the front part of your body will inevitably lead to having a hard time opening it up and breathing deeply, which is true. But for the average everyday person who may not work out as frequently as someone who would suffer from those issues, they still have a similar scenario where our day-to-day life involves a lot of anterior just movements or anterior focused positions is actually a better term. And what I mean by that is the anterior portion of your body is the front portion of your body. Posterior is your back. So if you imagine that a line is going directly, let me see, uh, I don't want to say horizontal because it might confuse you guys. Say you're on a guillotine, but you're standing upright, and the blade comes down and slices you down the middle, down the center of your skull, all the way down your body, and you're divided into the front section and the back section. That's how you want to visualize the anterior and posterior portions of your body. Now, when I say anterior movements, they are movements that are very hunched and huddled focused and these can be texting these can be things where our arms are always internally rotated or in front of us like typing on a keyboard or driving on our cars normally the position would be where you have rounded shoulders your chin's tucked a little bit your rib cage is tilted downward so you're actually placing a little more pressure that's going to restrict your breathing your back might be a little more hunched and there's just a it's an ugly position you almost look like a gremlin and if you're listening to this for the first time and you're realizing holy shit I look like a gremlin in majority of the activities I do throughout my day well it's okay we accept gremlins here but we're here to fix that. So have no fear. <laughs> so what 
this does over time is when we're constantly in this hunched over, closed off position, it it doesn't help at all in trying to breathe deeply, especially when you have that tilted rib cage because that adds more pressure to the diaphragm and restricts that deep form of breathing. Now, if you want to do a little experiment to see if this really affects you, which it will, unless you're an alien, for God's sake, what are you, a giraffe that was able to look up a podcast, I don't know, okay, I'm terrible at Bill Cosby impressions, but do a little experiment on yourself, try to bring your shoulder blades back, tilt your ribcage up just a slight bit, and try to breathe deeply, like really deep, like this is your last breath of oxygen, this is, this is the last breath you will take in before you exhale, and decease while listening to my voice in a microphone. Because I all I know all you guys would die listening to me. <laughs> Little narcissistic, but hey, you know what? I'm a millennial. That's what we do. So Open yourself up, bring your shoulder blades back, tilt that rib cage a little bit, and breathe deep. Nice deep breath. I'll go with you. And exhale. Nice and relaxed. All right. Now, we're going to do the same thing, but we're going to hunch over like a little gremlin creature. So, tilt that rib cage down, roll your shoulders forward, even arch your upper back if you want to. And now, in this ugly hunched position, try to breathe just as deep as you did prior. So, one, two, three, deep breath. (sighs) Yeah, did it feel slightly different? Because it should have. And if you really paid attention, you will notice that when you were more open and you brought your shoulders back and you opened the anterior portion of your body, breathing became a little more easy. You didn't feel as much pressure, as much restriction on your breathing. So, and that is why posture can really affect how well you can breathe. And if you're constantly in that anterior hunched, closed off position it can really affect your breathing over time so step one is always to try to open your body up try to fix your posture as best you can and if you work in a job or a career or if you just text way too much and you're constantly in a closed off kind of hunched anterior focused position Just try to make a conscious effort on either opening your chest up, sitting upright and doing your work, or take some time throughout your day to get back away from the computer and just open your body up, even if you have to do it a little more, I don't want to say extreme, but how we did earlier where you tilted your ribcage up just a slight bit and intentionally opened your body up to breathe deeper. That's totally cool. The next thing that can really restrict breathing, and you know what? I'm not going to be a hypocrite. 
I'm not going to be a hypocrite because you know what? I like to be honest with you guys. I don't record these podcasts to be like, I'm on my high horse, man. You 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 know what? You ain't going to be as good as the Shays. The Shays is the shit. That's why it starts with the, the S-C-H-A-Z-E, Shays. Well, guess what? S-C-H-I-T, shit. Shays is the shit. Yo, if you don't listen to me because I'm the greatest, then you're not going to get anywhere. No, I'm not like that. I will admit to you guys when I have my own issues and my own, uh, just my own kind of things that I'm working on. Okay, I'm not perfect. I'm human. I'm immortal. So, I have a problem where I hold my breath. And it is due mostly to stress. And stress is one of the biggest things that can restrict breathing and interrupt your breathing patterns without you consciously being aware of it. Now, need some more agua. What happens when we become stressed? Okay, to really keep this as simple as I can, the body works in a simple manner. Now, we have a a brain that, a portion of our brain that really still reacts to situations as if we were hunter and gatherers. So basically, we have a fight or flight response in our body that's innate in our nervous system and throughout just everything in our beings. So in day-to-day situations when we are exposed to stress, it may not be as life-threatening as it was back in the day when we had to fight off a saber-toothed tiger with a fucking flaming torch stick and, you know, you were fighting for your last piece of meat because you were hunting this elk for, like, three months in the snow and you lost your pinky toe because it got frostbite but you didn't care because that was your only meal and then your cave woman wife was in the cave with the cave kids and they were dependent on you getting that elk and you gotta fight to the death to get that fucking elk from that saber-toothed tiger. See, we don't have that kind of stress anymore. <laughs> That's the the stress that we have today is I'm getting I'm getting to work late. Ah, I, I gotta take little Johnny to karate, and I barely have five minutes for myself. Ah, someone didn't like my picture of me in Aruba. Ah, like or. Our stressors are way less intense than they were back then. But here's the thing. Our bodies don't really know the difference. So if it's stress, it still responds the same. So when you're in that fight or flight mode, your body is, you know, it's it's restricting itself in a sense. If If you have all this stress coming onto your body, your breathing will be affected without you knowing it. Your nervous system, your uh, adrenal system, your nervous system can all be affected by stress. But a lot of people don't realize this. So when they undergo this modern day stress, it affects their body in so many ways, but they're unconscious about it. And that's when you fall into the situation of people who have shallow breathing. And the shallow breathing does nothing but feed that 
even more. So it adds more stress to your body because your body's like, what in the fuck is going on? Five minutes ago, he's stressed out. He's still stressed out. And now we can't get enough oxygen. There's, there's, oh God, is the tiger standing on our chest? What is going on? And then your body stresses out even more because you're not breathing. And breathing helps you relax. It it helps stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system. So the way, just day-to-day life, if you're very stressed, it will affect your breathing without you consciously being aware of it. So now that you're probably thinking you're, you're probably thinking to yourself, hey, hey, John, all right, you spoke about the thing with the stuff and the restrictions and your posture. Uh, yeah, okay, I get it. And then you talk about the thing with the stress. And then you say the stress affects me and, you know, stuff and that, and now I can't breathe. So just get to the point, kid. What, what, what are you talking about, huh? How can I breathe deeper? So... I'm going to give you some actionable steps right now so you can work on your breath and relax and teach your body how to breathe fully and perform deep diaphragmic breaths. So the first thing is to be obviously aware of what is happening. Now, no different than posture, I am saving actually posture for a totally different podcast because that's a long rant, a long harangue, so to speak. So, you it's a it's something that you will constantly have to be aware of. It's not going to be automated until you really have it down, but still, even at that point, There are going to be moments where you have to bring yourself back and consciously be aware of your breath. So step one is to pay attention to your body. And if you notice that you are breathing shallow or your posture is restricting your breathing or if you're being very or if you're undergoing a lot of stress and that's affecting your breath, be aware of it. And then take action immediately. Break up that pattern. Don't keep enforcing it. So step one, be aware of it. Pay attention to your body. Step two is to open yourself up. So fix your posture. Bring your shoulders back. Bring that rib cage so it's neutral. And try to relax your body. Focus your mind on relaxing the tissues in your body. Because a lot of the times... Like I mentioned earlier with that stress, it can restrict our breathing and it can have us tense our body up and we become very rigid and stiff. But what you want to do is become more relaxed, more fluid, and more at ease. So step one, be aware. Step two, create a deep diaphragmic breathing position. Fix your posture. Open yourself up. And then the third step is to perform something that I really enjoy, and they are UIG breaths. So it's a yogi breathing practice, and it's really good for individuals like myself who hold their breath from time to time because 
if you tend to hold your breath from time to time or you are constantly in these restricted movements where you're not really utilizing 100% of your lung capacity with every breath, well, this exercise will help you work on breathing deeply and into each portion of your lungs. So at just as a disclaimer at first, when you try these, you will feel almost as if the little portions of your lungs are stretching in a sense, or you might feel like this this kind of, not tension, but slight kind of discomfort. And that could be just exposing the tissues of your lungs to more oxygen that they haven't been exposed to in a while. It could be opening up as the rib cage expands because you're adding, you're inflating the lungs more, which opens up the tissues that surround the rib cage. And it could be a number of things, but just expect a little bit of a kind of expansion feeling in your upper body. Now, in this podcast, I'm going to break down the UIG breath and do a little breathe along practice with you guys. But if you feel a little lost and you're a little confused on the whole procedure, don't worry. I'll be writing an article on it soon. So have no fear. You can refer to this podcast to listen to the audio and then you could look at the written version as well. So it's it's a win-win, man. Just chillax, relax. It's all about breathing and you got nothing to worry about. All right. So I'm going to give you a quick analogy before we hop into this. UIG breaths are where you break up portions of your breath and you really put focus on each section of it. So one portion can be breathing into the belly nice and deep. And when I say breathe into the belly, that's when you deep inhale and you relax your stomach and you let it expand. You know when people have food babies, they eat way too much food and they just let their belly expand and pop out. And they're like, hey, look, I get a food belly. Or your girlfriend does that and she kind of freaks you out because you're like, oh, shit. No, no, she can't be pregnant, man. No. <laughs> you can't be pregnant. I mean, <laughs> oh, shit, did I? Uh, you know, guys, you've had that situation where you had that kind of doubt in yourself, but you knew you are fine. But that's basically the first portion where you breathe deeply, you expand your stomach, and you let yourself breathe deeply. You have that food food belly, baby belly, whatever the hell you want to call it. The second portion is where you bring that focus into the middle chest, and you breathe as deep into that portion as you can. And then after that, the top portion of your breath. Now, be aware, though. They're going to be shorter in time with each portion that you breathe into. So what I mean by this is when you breathe into the belly and the bottom portion of the breath, it's going to be a longer breath. So you might be able to breathe in deeply in a four or five count. So that's one, two, three, four, kind of that tempo. Then your middle breath 
may be a three to two second tempo. So it'd be one, two, or one, two, three. And then the top portion for some people might be half a breath if you really have trouble breathing deeply or up to three breaths. But those are some advanced yogis that even I have some trouble and I'm like, get some more oxygen in, John. <laughs> it's, it's, it's intense. So it's belly, middle, and top. And the reason I like this UIG breath sequence so much is you come across a lot of people out there who, who talk about deep diaphragmic breathing. And they talk about, oh, breathe into your belly, expand your belly with your breath. And that's all it. That's all you need. Well, I've been down that road and I tried that. And the problem is it kind of interrupted my breathing pattern where I basically bypassed the upper and top portions of my lungs and solely just belly breathed. So I'd inhale, but I... I never felt like I was breathing completely. I didn't feel like I was like, filling up the full portions of my lungs. So that's the reason why I personally like UIG breaths. And before we get into this, I'm going to say one last analogy that will definitely help you guys out. And it's one of my favorites. And even if you don't follow along with this podcast, you can always refer back to this analogy and it will kind of bring some more light and a little visualization into your practice. So the analogy that I speak of is having a glass that you're filling full of water. So the bottom portion of the breath will be the bottom portion of the glass. So you're filling up that bottom portion and then you have the middle portion of the glass and you fill a little more liquid in. Then you have the tippy-top portion of the glass that you know you can fill just a little bit more water in without it overflowing, and you carefully pour it in. And then guess what? The whole glass is full of water, and your lungs are completely full of air, oxygen, the stuff you need to survive. So now that you got the analogy, you got the steps, let's get into it. Snap the music. Alright, so I gotta get into my yogi voice. Uh, Namaste, friends. This is John with UIG Breathing Practice. Thank you for joining our experience on this consciousness trip together. (laughs) Alright, so here we go, guys. What we're going to do is relax remember open up now we're gonna start with the bottom portion the belly portion of the breath now if you want you could take your palm and place it in front of your body and then gently glide it up to each section so you can kind of place your attention to that portion of your body and that portion of your breath it's something else that helps me quite a bit so Hand over the navel, belly button. We're going to take a nice deep inhale in. Expand the belly. Feel everything open. 
And now we're going to glide the hand up to the middle chest. Another deep breath. And now glide the hand up to the top portion of the chest, kind of near clavicles or collarbone area. And try to take one last deep inhale. Hold for one second at the top and exhale top portion of your breath middle and bottom inhale again starting with the belly middle chest and that upper portion try to get as much in hold at the top and exhale top middle bottom all right just continue your natural cadence of breath try not to force it now you guys can keep working on this breath routine as i kind of talk a little bit more here or you can just relax and go back to your normal cadence of breath. Now, a few little tidbits. When exhaling, you want to act as if you are trying to fog up a glass window or a mirror. Or, you know, when you're a kid on a school bus and you would go, ah, and then write your name and you thought you were so cool. Well, that's how you want to exhale. So you're going to do that. Ah, heavy exhale but with your mouth closed so it'll sound like this it's almost like you're a really creepy dude who's trying to smell a like a chick's hair you're like yeah that's nice <laughs> so that's how you want to exhale like you're fogging up a mirror but with your mouth closed now Another tidbit, this is something that I personally kind of came across where I first started doing this practice, is that you don't want to be really rigid with this. You want to relax your body because when you relax your body and you take away that tension, it will allow yourself to breathe even more deeply than you would think. When you first try this or my personal experience when I first tried this UIG breathing, I would try to forcefully fill as much oxygen in my body as I could. So I'd be like, I gotta beat it, I gotta get it. And I would like force it and I would tense my jaw, my neck, my chest, and it, it totally defeats the purpose. Because if you're going out of your way to breathe like this, then you're you're just eliciting that stress. You're you're not doing what you should be doing, which is trying to relax and breathe deeply. That's the focus here. So try to really make sure that you don't tense up when you're inhaling. Now you guys might be able to breathe deeper than me, or you might feel a little restricted. Use this as a gauge for yourself. Even if you want to get a piece of paper out and write down the second count for each portion of the breath, 
So maybe the bottom portion you might be able to inhale for four seconds, then the middle section for three, and the top section for two. And then keep track of that. And you'll see as you progress, you'll actually be able to breathe deeper, you'll be able to relax more. And I'm telling you, if you do just even 10, 10 to 20 of these breaths, back to back, nice and relaxed and controlled, I'm telling you, you will feel awesome. You will feel like one of those like kundalini guys that are just like, they look like they're stoned and they're like, yes, yoga, kundalini. Like they, they're chill. You'll feel very relaxed and it's awesome. So to recap everything, be aware of what may be restricting your breathing or be honest with yourself and say, hmm, I never really focused on breathing or breath work because that just sounds like hokey shit. It's okay. The first step is acceptance and being aware that, hey, maybe I didn't work on that. I probably should. Then from there, see what's kind of restricting your breathing. Is it your posture? Is it out external stress? Is it just habit? Really pay attention to what may be causing your shitty breathing patterns. <laughs> then from there, focus on opening yourself up and work towards the UIG breath. Remember that glass of water analogy. Fill your belly first. Let it expand and open up. Then the middle portion of your chest. Let your rib cage expand. Then that top portion of your breath. That portion that you probably don't think you'll be able to get any more oxygen in but you know you got a little bit in you and that's basically it so one more time around i'm gonna do just five breaths with you guys and then we're gonna come to a close on this episode now you can either clock out right here and that's cool with me enjoy your practice guys and i really appreciate you listening to this podcast but if you want to hang around and if you got some time, let's hop into it again and do a couple consecutive breaths. I'll do less talking and more breathing. So cue the hippie music. All right, let's do it. So hand over the belly. Relax, open up. Deep inhale in. Middle portion, slide the hand up. Top portion. And exhale. Top. Middle. Bottom. And the bottom, try to pull your navel as deep as you can towards your spine, pulling in your stomach. Now inhale, expand the tummy. Middle, top, and exhale, top first, middle, bottom, again,
exhale. This is our last breath. Inhale nice and deep. Make it count. Middle. Top. And exhale the top. Middle. Bottom. And that's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Please be sure to check out healthalchemisttraining.com and healthalchemistshop. Any purchases made on the shop page will help go towards <clears throat> will help go towards the podcast and everything else we do plus a portion of each purchase goes towards the charity of the month and this month is the DAV which is the Disabled American Veterans Organization. So I like supporting vets, and I hope you guys love all the stuff I've been creating, and I appreciate you, and keep on keeping on, keep that healthy lifestyle going. Believe in you.